0: Hey y'all, welcome to the Simple Truth Podcast, episode number three, what, what? Before we get started, I just want to first and foremost say thank you, thank you to each and every one of you who have listened, shared, commented, written reviews, all that stuff, I am just so, so thankful for getting your feedback and just your constant support. If you want to continue to obviously support this podcast, keep it busting, make it happen, feel free to write a review on Apple Podcasts, or follow me on Spotify, whatever you prefer. And of course, sauce me a follow on social medias. Feel free to share them. You can find me at the Simple Truth Pod on all handles and email me at thesimpletruthpod at gmail.com. So today, we get to sit down and chat with the lovely women of the love package. I don't want to get into it too much, you know, because you're going to hear what they have to say, but I hope this encourages you to realize and find different ways to support the people and community around you. That whatever idea you have in your heart to start to realize that you don't need to have all the instagram followers all of the money all of the institutional backing that you can do that very thing start so in the spirit of getting this together i'm gonna tell our dj to play that track oh wait i am the dj <laughs> so i'm just gonna stop talking and let you guys get to know these lovely women right now
1: how are you guys both what's what's popping what's good we're doing good. We're doing good. We're doing great. Yeah,
2: things are things are going well. Everything's blessed. Can't complain.
0: Can't complain. You guys are doing a lot better in the global pandemic than the U.S. is.
2: Well, well, I mean, <laughs> well, uh, we are grateful for our uh our government the leadership. I mean, yeah, hmm. the I leadership. I mean, it's We thank God. We're we're grateful.
0: Yeah, I remember when I don't know who I was talking to, someone from your guys' church that was always saying, like, they want to come to the States uh, and stuff. And now I'm like, huh, stay where you are. Just stay. Me, I'm already in the States and I'm like ready to pack up and try to leave. But, <laughs> you know, the borders are closed. Like, two yeah. countries let us in. <sighs> my passport is as strong as my Congolese passport at this point. Oh, so, <laughs> <laughs> it's a struggle. <laughs> But before we get into the questions, talk a little bit about you know the love package. Can you guys just tell us who who you are? What are your your name? Social media plug where we can find you? A little ninety second intro. Noessa, do you want to start? Sure.
1: Um, so, like Let's just introduced you. My name is Noessa. Twenty five years old. Recent graduate hey um, university, well, la, la, la. Um, graduated with a ba so bachelor of arts honors mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. oh oh wait wait, wait wait hold
0: up go back you said ba and then what what came after that honors
1: uh-huh that's right mm-hmm. that's how we mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. Go up. she said that Price. So, I graduated in criminology, criminal justice, with a concentration in law, so I'm very passionate about all things um, that involve this very faulty criminal justice system that we experience, and the law, and I am the one of the co-founders of this amazing initiative called The Law Package, which we are here to kind of have a discussion about, kind of, talk about. So, yeah, that's me.
0: Sephora, tell the people who are you? Oh,
2: what's good? Okay, so I'm Sephora Kabango. You can call me SK because I like it. What, what? Hey. Um, uh, just like Noessa, I'm a student, but I haven't graduated yet. Mm. I <laughs> study uh and youth studies with a minor in political science, and I'm very grateful for the love package. It gives me the opportunity to connect with people as well and communicate with them. I'm also a weird part time. Um, I mean, if you're really in my circle, you're going to think I'm a 100% of the time. Yep. But <laughs> it's definitely <just on> <laughs> And most importantly, as a Christian, I'm very passionate about showing the love of Christ. Um, so we'll talk about that eventually in the podcast.
0: Yeah, that's me. So Sifohut, can you just give us where our listeners can go and find the Love Package? Where where are you on social media?s Like you know, websites, all that good stuff. Where where are you, people?
2: All right, you guys can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Um, our social media handle is the t h e dot love that's basically it. All
0: of that information, of course, is going to be in the description below. Um, as well as on my Instagram, because we love to support the love package. Come on, packaged in love. Let's go. But before we even talk more about, you know, what the love package is and all of that good stuff, as founders, as co-founders how did you even meet how did how did Sifuha and Noesa like tell us a little background story on just like your relationship and your your friendship
2: Noessa and I um we actually officially physically met in high school and the reason why I say physically is because we knew about each other before physically meeting one another I knew about Noesa because Everything I either said or did, I have multiple peers tell me, oh, my gosh, you are exactly like Noessa. You remind me so much of Noessa. Uh-huh. Like, do you know Noessa? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, no, I don't know Noessa. I even remember someone asking asking me where I was from, like my background, mm-hmm. and I told them I was Congolese. And they're like, oh my the Nwesa is also Congolese. Like you guys would be like really good friends and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, like this would be really great. I would love to meet this girl, but like, I mean, she doesn't live here, so I mean, okay. And mm-hmm. um, one day Noeta, um moved back to Ottawa and they started their first day back in high school. And that day, they were literally the top of the town in my (laughs) grade. Like, they were just popping. Like, everyone's like, yo, the twins are back. The twins are back. And I'm like, yo, 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 the twins are back. I don't know what they look like, but okay. Like, you know, like, Noessa's here, Noessa's here. And I'm like, yo, okay, cool. And I'm like, ah, okay. But uh, just side note, while everyone is also telling me that I'm like Noessa, when they would talk to Noessa, as she's in Edmonton, they would tell her the same thing about me. They would tell Noesa yeah. about me. So, and Noesa, haikiloki, she was a little saucy when they would tell her that, like.
1: Yeah, because I was like, me. I'm <laughs> one of a kind, baby. I don't know what y'all are talking about. There's another new Never.
2: <laughs> nah, nah, nah. They didn't think so. So, um, no, I didn't know that walking into my biology class, that I would see Noesa and her twin brother right there. Mm, mm, mm. First thing right off the bat, our teacher told us, okay, we have to choose partners. Her twin had a partner. And I looked at Noessa and I'm like, wow, yeah, he'll, like, I'm here. I'm your well. partner. <laughs> like, you, just, you know what I mean? Like, this is not for the i I'm here. <laughs> wow, I was actually so excited to meet this girl, wow. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, so then, small talk, small talk. Talking all this stuff and rest is history, now we're here, and she's now my partner for a non profit organization.
0: That's so What it that's so cute that you guys met in biology, like yeah. physically <laughs> met in like biology class. And who'd have thought, you know, like years biology, almost yeah. a decade at least later, that you both are co founders of yeah. such a wonderful mm-hmm. organization that helps people.
2: Yeah, oh, we wouldn't have, have thought we it started out as partners in the biology class in
0: Christ Jesus. Look look at God. Look Look at God. (laughs) (laughs) So Noah, can you describe for us, like, you know, we've been throwing around, you know, the love package and people obviously have seen it on the description of this episode. Can you tell the people, the listeners, what the love package is?
1: So essentially, the Love Package is a nonprofit organization co-founded by SU before I know that. Um, We're two Christian Black women who are passionate about helping others and advocating for the vulnerable. So our mission is essentially to show the love of Christ to those in need in tangible ways. So what mm-hmm. triggers us to begin? What triggered us to begin was the fact that. We kept having conversations on how during this pandemic we can do more we can show more love we can be Mm -hmm. meet people where they what where they are and with what they need and then like our conversations were like maybe like we can push this idea to the church but then doing Mm -hmm. that takes take some time like by the time everything is set up institutionally Mm -hmm. like people might already have other solutions or we might have missed um on helping out from the entire Mm -hmm. need. so we decided, hey, why do we have to wait? Like, we can just yeah. get in our cars right now and do it. So essentially, that's what we did. So instead of waiting for the institution to do something, we decided to just get in our little cars and do what we felt called to do.
0: I love that because I think a lot of times we wait, right, for the perfect opportunities in life. Mm-hmm. We wait for the The right time to pitch something when in reality if you have an idea in your heart go for it why wait mm-hmm. and I love that mm-hmm. you both had that heart behind the love package of no we're not just gonna wait for someone else to be uh the person that's gonna see the need and immediately react to it we're gonna mm-hmm. be the answer and the solution to what people need
1: mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. exactly it
0: so then, Tifuha, who is the, who's the main target audience for the Love Package? I know that um, Nasa mentioned that it's, you know, like helping people in need, but who, who, are, the, who are the faces, who are the people in need um, for the Love Package in Canada?
2: Now, mm-hmm. depending on what our initiative is at the time, we do have certain target audiences. For example, our first target audience uh, were international students. And then for the second initiative, um, there were students, once again, actually, I just realized that are in elementary school and high school, but that come from low-income families. So, um, it's, I mean, our target, mm-hmm. target audience are always going to be people, uh, for sure. And it just changes depending on the initiative at the time.
0: What are some initiatives you guys have done or are currently doing?
2: So our first initiative when we first launched was um, for international students. So given the fact that we are in a global pandemic and um, our government Mm -hmm. has to serve Canadian citizens first, which is normal because that is their duty, that is their priority, but there wasn't a program in place for international students. And um, we realized that, okay, Mm. these international students where they're originally from, they're also going through a global pandemic and their parents may not have the needs needed um, to help them while they're here. So um, that is how we were led to think about international students and to first serve them.
0: I think one really big theme that I even just found in what you've both have been saying is taking time to step out and think about Mm -hmm. other people that are affected Mm -hmm. in a different way. When you brought up the international students, I think a lot of times as citizens Mm -hmm. of whatever country you're part of, you don't think about the immigrants or the people Mm -hmm. that are here temporarily, right? You're only thinking like, Oh my gosh, people are dying. There's a global pandemic. Mm -hmm. What about me, 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 me. When there are people like that don't even have rights to necessarily access the same things that's such a good point i think this pandemic has shown me personally of like how important or thankful i am for <laughs> yeah. citizenship mm-hmm.
2: even
1: mm-hmm. yeah but the pandemic just put a lot of stuff in perspective like mm-hmm. before the pandemic like personally i wasn't really struggling like that like it was good and then the pandemic hit and i still had my job school mm-hmm. still continued for mm-hmm. me so i was able to graduate and all that yeah but there was still like mm-hmm. a hitch. like i can see around me that people were you know stuff like actually suffering even more because people struggling is not a pandemic thing it's not a pandemic Mm -hmm. issue people have always it's just now just a broader spectrum Mm -hmm. of people Mm -hmm. were like just hit right off the bat Mm -hmm. and like small Mm -hmm. necessities that they used to be able to get they can't get because work just shut down right Mm -hmm. so it was just a thing of like dang i'm so fortunate to Mm -hmm. to not have Mm -hmm. to feel like feel that like that the only thing that changed for me was I had to do everything from home. Mm-hmm. Everything else pretty much stayed the same. So it was like, okay, since I'm able, let me help others.
0: True. And the fact is too that, you know, a lot of people in the States like to think and paint, you know, a picture that Canada's perfect. are so many things that Canada's doing that's way better than the US, which is true. There are plenty of things that Canada does that, you know, <laughs> the US has yet to <laughs> figure out well, but, you know, as our neighbors to the north, mm-hmm. you all were hit too. Like you're saying, food yeah. banks were empty, similar to the US. Mm-hmm. We
1: had no toilet paper too. Paper towel mm-hmm. was gone. Like there was no, no food. <laughs> no <laughs> there was there was no food to the point. My mom was telling me that she was at Walmart and she was buying the last two things of toilet paper and this lady just like was staring at her and like she basically bought it. She bought both and then she gave it to the lady she was like you know what like i don't need all this toilet paper mm. realistically mm-hmm. and it's like really? we we were just
0: going overboard honestly this was like on the mm-hmm. training grounds yeah for real and it's it's a scary thing I, I remember back in march you know like it is a scary thing to think like my grocery store doesn't have food like thankfully like again the privilege right. level too is mm-hmm. different. And as you said, Sephuha, it's exposed and magnified those who mm-hmm. are in need even more. Where do you feel like you both got that, like, I guess the desire to
1: choose to serve people? Jesus. That's the yeah. for me. It was Jesus. Tell us it? The, like, no, I, said, I was more. Because, like, as I would have been selfish with my mom and I would have been like, listen, I am not going to give $25. Like, it, it's just, it's legit that. Like I would be uh-huh. like I need the twenty five dollars though. Like mm-hmm. I need this. I mean that it's just like it's honestly striving to actually love like Christ and what that actually looks like uh-huh. and it's sacrifice. When we started, we didn't have fundraising money. We didn't have that thing. We used our own money, and uh-huh. we didn't have much of it either. Right. <laughs> so uh-huh. it was just like okay, like you're gonna put in a little, I'm gonna put in a little, and let's just do this. So it's uh-huh. honestly that sacrificial love that. Can only allow you to do stuff like that, and mm-hmm. loving like Christ, that was able to do for me because I don't think I would have done it if I wasn't striving to do that. If that wasn't a not, like if that wasn't like a staple in my life to actually actively try to do, I don't think I would be able mm-hmm. to.
2: If I can give a personal example, I would say my parents are also people who mm-hmm. um, inspired me in a way to give, not only my parents, but I, I think Finoesa as well, her mother, she does yeah, a lot of things will. in the community. Like she's That's very awesome. engaged in mm. the community. She does a lot of work. Mm. Um, both of our parents do. So we have the example of Christ, but we also have the example of our parents who actually demonstrate that to people. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I mom on a daily basis, my parents, through what they do. And actually, my, my parents have their own foundation. So I've been in this environment of, let's say, charity, of charity work for a long time. Yeah. And, like, this is something that we just, we got accustomed to, in a way. But also, yeah. giving is a matter mm-hmm. of the heart. Because you could mm-hmm. also have parents who do charity yeah. and you don't give. The important factor is Jesus and him touching our
1: hearts to do his work on earth. Yes, well, you reminded me that my mom did a lot of charity. Yes. Like, I'm just remembering right now, like my childhood. I went, I My mom moved us to the lower end of Montreal just so that she can serve that community. I went, I went to a private school, but I lived in the north wow. of Montreal, which is the lowest income of lowest oh, yeah, income neighborhoods, yeah. but she wanted to be a coordinator for that, that mm-hmm. community center. And my whole life, the bus the bus would be like, where am I dropping you off? At the community center or home? And it would always be the community center. And I would just spend my time there watching my mom just like have this like, like it's called the official booth. So it's like a bus treats people. And like homeless people will come and like mm. eat there and then we would just all hang out there. Yeah, I forgot about it. My mom thanks yeah. thanks mom. So we thank our parents yeah. for that as
2: well. They, they play mm-hmm. a big part, so. Mm-hmm. And, and a thing
0: that I noticed too is that proximity is like also a huge, huge condor catalyst for yeah. compassion, right? When you are far removed from people that are in need, it's easy to be like, oh, well, mm-hmm. whatever, they'll figure it out. Or, you know, I'll t- I'll just toss like $10 about it for my own conscious and forget about it. Instead, it seems like both of your parents really yeah. got close to the people mm-hmm. who are in need. And because of that, you're, you're able to see that example. And through the love package, also be close to mm-hmm. the people yeah. who are in need, not just distance yourself and be like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, I'm going to help them. But like, <laughs> but no, you're getting in their space.
1: You're actually loving on the them. Door? It's Where real. At, the at, at your the door. At your door. Yeah. yeah. It's that's, amazing. That's the, honestly.
2: I, I think that was the fun part of the first initiative as well. Um, yeah, I think it was, mm-hmm. you know, because first of all, you have people who are shocked. Like, so
1: shocked.
2: <laughs> Like, they cannot believe we're doing this. And it's yeah. like, we have to convince them that, mm. hey, no, like, we're doing it's this. We're really not affiliated supreme. to a church, nothing. Like, it's for free. Like, you don't have to pay us. You don't have to pay our gas. nothing.
1: Yeah, honestly, the love package is just, it was like an ability for us to be people's answered prayers. Because honestly, during the pandemic, mm. we're like, yeah, let's pray for everyone. Like, that everyone has everything that they need. But then everybody's sitting on their at home. Mm-hmm. and we're just like twiddling our thumbs and like okay so the love package is like basically people's answer prayers like people were probably praying about like how am i gonna get my next business so this one girl we went to her house and she was like wow like i was legit just praying about this like how am i gonna get groceries and stuff and then mm-hmm. my friend told me about the love package and now you guys are here today and it's like
0: i think the beauty too in that is that the love package isn't like a billion dollar nonprofit run by Melinda and Bill Gates, right? And, but it's also not just some random Facebook page with no people actually yeah. being engaged. You're in the middle of, you know, cultivating such yeah. a wonderful organization for people. And so I love the fact that, you know, like you can actually lean back and like think about different moments and times and like, you know you literally were mm-hmm. the answered prayer as you mentioned to is there any like <laughs> anything that went wrong or anything that you guys you know you started this and then at the beginning you're like oh it's going to go like this and then now or like early on just like flopped or like mistakes or anything embarrassing
1: that happened like when we first started this we we didn't have a plan okay What yeah. we knew is that mm-hmm. we wanted to help people in need. We started off with one, and then after that one, we posted, we, we, we made a post in 30 minutes. We posted the post. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, maybe people can donate. Like, maybe we'll give a chance for people to do stuff. So. And it's was like, okay, we're gonna do it. Sometimes the likes were there, sometimes the likes weren't there. Example, wait, I can use this example. The back to school drive. We had this grand total that we wanted to raise, which was 10K. <laughs> just mm-hmm. to say we didn't raise 10k you know and it's like okay so okay. that, that's that's mm-hmm. considered that can be considered a failure but at the end of the day like i would think so far it's like the fact that we're even able to help two students mm-hmm. we got to be okay with that yeah. because that's two students mm-hmm. that need it if we're only mm-hmm. able to help a hundred students instead of the thousand students that we wanted to help mm-hmm. that's where we're supposed to help like those are hundred students that other people weren't going to be able to reach. It's like a failure mm-hmm. because on the GoFundMe page, you'll see that we didn't reach our goal. And it's like, okay, but <laughs> it's success because there's going to be some kids that are going to mm-hmm. be fully empowered with all the stuff that they're going to have. And some families that are just going to not have that financial burden of getting all this stuff. You kind of look at the failure and like twist it into a victory because somebody's winning out of all of this.
0: That's so true. And I think of even when you're younger and you know you're told like you can change the yeah. world, you know, along the way life happens and maybe you start to not believe that anymore. But when you think about like even that statement, what does it mean to change the world? It means to have an impact yeah. on people because people make up the world. And even if you've made an impact on one person, you've mm-hmm. changed the world for that one person. Even if you don't necessarily reach the goal or reach what success looks like mm-hmm. traditionally or to most people, you still made that impact. So I, I, I think that's such a good point that you bring up, Nessa, that that's one person that's not going to have a financial burden or that's going to be able to focus on something and you don't know what that one person's going to contribute exactly. to society. What advice would each of you give to someone who wants to serve others in the global pandemic? Maybe it's, you know, someone who's just thinking of an idea and just sitting on it, or maybe even folks that are at your same level of where, you know, you've had an initiative, um, and you're just, you know, in the middle of it. What what advice would you give to someone?
1: Um, for me, the advice I would give is you legitimately have to start. That's it. If it's starting by writing mm-hmm. out the vision, if it's starting by creating the Instagram page and posting it, if it's starting by just helping the senior down the road who you know doesn't have toilet paper because she couldn't leave the house and there's no toilet paper, just start somewhere. Like, you, you mm. just have to start. Somebody is going to like it, and somebody is going to want to support, and somebody is going to need the help that you think. Like, we didn't know that we're gonna, we were going to do 100 plus students. Mm. We had no idea. Like, we had zero idea. And this was just mostly from word of mouth. Like, people were just mm-hmm. sharing on social media, like, people who we've helped were telling other people who they believe are in help and are in need, and then it just happened. It just, just grew from one person to having a list of 50 to having a list of 100 in, like, two to three weeks. So you just have to start and start somewhere, no matter how small it may look, no matter if you have only $25 in your pocket, that $25 is a lot to somebody. Start small with what you're able to do. So, not everybody is able bodied or doesn't have Mm. compromised health. If you can donate five, 10, $20 somewhere, do that. If you can volunteer, reach out to an organization that's already doing something. If you want to start, you just got to start somewhere. Hmm.
0: And if you're looking for a sign, if you, you out there who's listening to this, looking for a sign, <laughs> oh my gosh, like, I just prayed for this, I'm like, I just need a sign. This, this, this is, is your it. sign. Go stop. Pause. Pause this podcast. Go look something up that you have wanted to start. Start it. Start the Instagram page. Start the Facebook page. Start the website. Whatever you're waiting to start on to mm-hmm. serve someone. Go do that and then come back in the house and ask <laughs> gems you both are gems just raining down with the love package wisdom out on these streets and thank you so much for sharing just all all that you have your your story of even becoming friends to now fast forward to the love package and the different initiatives you both do um but of course you all know how we always end the simple truth podcast we have to hear your simple truths so can you finish the sentence my simple
1: truth today is step out of your comfort zone you really do um if you don't step out of your comfort zone you don't know you don't know
2: what's waiting for you on the other side um an example of that is the last package if we did not step out of our comfort zones we wouldn't see the results that we're seeing today um, we wouldn't be used as a vessel to bless others the way we are by the grace of God. Um, I mean, doing this, I didn't think that people would want to like interview us and stuff. And that is a huge step out of my comfort zone because Mm -hmm. I, I'm not a fan of public speaking at all. Like, I could talk
0: Even though you're literally so good at it Which I, I don't even understand <laughs> Like this whole podcast over here Spitting gems I'm not good at public speaking <laughs> Humble guys She's just <laughs> humble
2: <laughs> But yeah man it, It's true I'm, I'm, I'm honestly not a big fan of it But I realized that Hey, like, you gotta do this um, This is part of what you signed up for So hey, all I can ask for is God's grace And Him helping us Oh, notice
0: that what is
1: yours my simple truth today is that you are needed so speaking to myself first i am needed and that whoever's listening is needed in anything it doesn't have to look exactly like everyone else or what everybody else is doing because they are called to reach who they're meant to reach and you're called to reach who you're meant to reach the truth of the matter is you are very much needed in society and Just take that leap. It might seem crazy, your idea might seem crazy, but it's needed.